0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the first Mindsetters episode, which is called Diving into the Uncomfortable. Alan and I will be discussing the importance of stepping out of our safety zones to reach new levels of growth. And this has come from an experience that we both shared, where we broke through that fear barrier, and it's helped us to recognize the warning signs of when that fear is kicking in and what we can do to overcome it. That's it. So it is episode one, but is it our first take? It's far from our first take. (laughs) Yesterday, we attempted to do the podcast and... You wouldn't read about it, (laughs) Ellen. We actually did and we recorded it. We actually felt so good. Yeah. And we said, all right, let's listen to it back so we can just get on with it, upload it, have it out there. And I pressed play and Kim's like, can you turn it up? And I said, it's up. (laughs) (laughs) And we realised that... We spent 45 minutes talking about fabulous things when the microphone was on mute. (laughs) No. So here we are. We've woken up. We're fresh. We've had our crumpets. Take two. Mistakes make us grow. They do. So I guess let's dive into our episode. We were setting goals at the start of the year in January. I think we're on my balcony and we were discussing the New Year's resolutions as you do at the start of the year what we can set out to achieve, especially given last year was COVID. That's it. We started reflecting on goals. Fast forward to June and we're sitting down. We now live together, which is pretty awesome. Yes. That wasn't in the goals. No. So that was just a perfect turn of events. (laughs) It was. So we're sitting down, we're having dinner and we're going, hey, remember them goals that we set at the start of the year? Yeah. And how about we look at them and have we ticked any off? And That was a bit of an issue because we couldn't even actually, without looking at our sheets, recall what some of the goals were. We said, all right, let's schedule it in for dinner on Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. We'll come together. We'll pull them out. Mine, I knew exactly where they were. They were on the side of the fridge. I hadn't touched them (laughs) since the start of the year. They were pinned up on a magnet and they were on the side of the fridge. Can I say (laughs) the side that's hidden, that's (laughs) basically behind the wall? (laughs) That's it, right in the crevice. (laughs) And Kim, you know, you struggled to find yours for a bit. Look, I thought I had them handy, but turns out I didn't. So I said, look, give me a day or two, I'll look around for them. And obviously, if we don't have them, we're going to just have to set new ones. Yeah. And so then a few days go past and I actually just forget about finding my goals. And I'm in the classroom and I've asked one of my students to start handing out the workbooks. So he spread them out on the floor, students are coming up and picking theirs and there's one thing left on the floor. And he says, Miss Carter, it says Kim's 2021 goals, what's this? Starts reading them, my personal goals. (laughs) You're like, alarm bells, (laughs) there they are. So the kids were pretty much doing the reflecting and I hadn't seen them. Oh, So that was a big fail. Once we came together, we looked at our goals and we realised that We haven't been accountable for ourselves. We've had them hidden. Let's reset. Mm. That's a joke. Yeah, (laughs) it was. (laughs) was. So we set some goals. We were heading into the mid-year holidays. Yeah, we thought that there's no point waiting to the end of the year. We've still got a good six months. So now it's time to actually see that we're not only just writing them, but maybe weekly going over and saying, okay, what have we done even to step towards this goal? Now, for the whole start of the year we've been talking about starting a podcast Mm. and this whole Mindsetters journey and we thought in order for us to take that leap into a big journey like this or a big experience we need to tick something off that's going to really show us or illustrate to us that we can achieve it. Yeah something that we're accountable for and we can say okay if we've done that now we can start doing some bigger goals and working towards the podcasting. We sat together and we developed a goal where we wanted to go for a beach run and a dip in the ocean That sounds all well and good, but obviously it's winter, so that presents a challenge. And I'm just a cold-blooded person. Even when it's summer, there's a slight little breeze, I'm like, ooh, that's cold. So (laughs) I knew this was going to be challenging. We were going to go first thing, 7am, get it done straight into the ocean. When we set that goal, we both looked at each other and cringed. What were some of the thoughts of going through our minds? I mean, the cold was one. I straight away thought, well, we just can't do it because it's too cold. I was thinking, it's holidays. Give ourselves a break. Yeah, sleep in for one. Not setting our alarms for six AM and start driving to Toronto. We do that every day at work. Surely we don't have to do it tomorrow. And it was interesting, though. So we started then talking about those fear barriers and the comfort zone, and how the comfort zone is to keep us in control and where you feel safe. So we knew that this was something we had to do something small to kickstart us into gear. We did. So we set our alarms. Boom! It's the next morning. It's pitch black. It's freezing. We're in our dressing gowns, our beanies. We drove down there in our dressing <laughs> gowns. We, and when we got there, we didn't think twice about it. We did our run. And when we got back to the beach and took off our fur jumpers, there was actually a couple on the beach that were looking at us. And mind you, they were wearing Kathmandu's beanies. They were rugged up and thinking, what, what are they about to do here? What's going on? So initially, again, that fear zone started creeping in. I initially thought, oh, they're going to judge us. Or what are they going to think of us? We're stripping off and we're running into the ocean. And that's interesting. In that present moment, that the mind automatically was still kicking in, saying this person's judging us and is what we're doing okay? It's almost like you experience something. It's already rewired the brain to come up with 10 different scenarios. Definitely. And we just finished a little bit of a run. So we were still out of breath. You'd think that that's all we could think about straight into the ocean. So anyway, we ended up doing it. We ran in, we, I don't know if you've seen our Instagram, had a bit of a scream on the way. <laughs> a it was big a... scream, we were so far away and somehow that camera oh, caught every little... Every <laughs> moment, even the two people that were having a bit of a laugh at us. And once we'd been in and had a bit of a dip and shook it off, we felt amazing. We felt like we achieved something great and this was the first step in our little journey knowing that, you know, we can do this. Exactly. And like we said, it was a small step, jumping into the ocean, but it just proved to us that we're a cannibal. We've ticked off that goal and gave us that feeling of what's next. Yeah. And if you don't engage in these experiences, you don't gain the new perspectives. So then we headed home and we sat down, had a coffee, and we're chatting about that experience and thought, interesting. We're both teachers. Why can't we pose this to our kids? That's right, and we've been doing a lot of well being with them in the classroom this year. I teach grade four and Ellen teaches prep, and we think it's really important to get these messages across and have kids reflect themselves. So Ellen and I posed them the question in class. And, yeah, the question was, what is something that you would like to do or <coughs> you'd love to do, but you automatically feel a little bit nervous, a little bit worried, a little bit uncomfortable about? Yeah, do you feel like something's holding you back? So, obviously, with some students, it might be a little bit hard for them to think on the spot. But once you start sharing and the other students are listening and responding and you're prompting different things, it's really interesting what they come out with then. They make those little connections and go, oh, that's what they mean. So, in my classroom, I had very different things come up, things I wouldn't expect. But one thing that was common with two of the boys in my class, they said that they um, were a bit worried about trying out for basketball That day was Basketball District and one of the boys in my class was already there. So they felt, oh, like, I wish I should have gone, I wish I would have tried. And I sort of said to them, well, okay, you boys are really super positive, super sporty. They're great. And they didn't try out what was going through your mind. And straight away, they said, I was worried that other people would judge me and laugh at me if I didn't get in. Again, something similar that we had in those past experiences. Yes, and letting that fear zone and be affected by other people's opinions push you back to the comfort zone. Yeah, that's what it wants. The brain creates all these scenarios to keep you nice and comfortable. But is it comfortable? It's not comfortable. And obviously for them it wasn't because they were feeling this discomfort. So I asked them how they were feeling and they said that they felt pretty bad, like they wished they'd be there. And I said, so what's worse than not trying out? And I could not believe that one of the girls in my class piped up and said, Regret. Ring a ding ding. 100%. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you took the word That word. Her. Yeah, you're trying to steer them a lot of the time towards what you're thinking, and there she was. So they said that's exactly how they felt. They had regret and they didn't like that feeling. And lucky enough for them, I said, Well, you've got the opportunity to try next year, but that doesn't always happen. The opportunity can pass you by. That's it. Now, Kim and I are super passionate about instilling qualities in our students that support a growth mindset and if you aren't familiar growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate through your efforts your strategies and from help with other people and I guess there's lots of opinions or thoughts that children aren't able to be grateful or reflect and have that deeper thinking but it's also important to recognise that skills are learnt and developed and improved through deliberate practice. So, students might not be able to reflect, but there's also, I know, adults that can't reflect. Oh, 100%. And that's why it's important just to start introducing them to these topics and to these reflections um, and see what they get out of it. That's mm. it. So, that's why it's really important to introduce them to these topics And they get a lot out of it. Yeah, so in my prep class, when I posed this question to my kids, you know, five and six-year-olds, we sat in the circle. We got our little talking stick out so everyone knew that they needed to show whole body listening while we're all sharing. And I went around and I was interested to see what these kids would come up with. What is something that they would like to do but had that hesitation And some things that popped up were they wanted to be able to go on the swing really high but they were really nervous of falling off or they wanted to be able to go in the waves at the ocean but they were really scared that it was going to hurt them. And then it came to one of my students, and she said that she wanted to create a YouTube video. That is unbelievable! In prep, a YouTube video. <laughs> I know. I was like, "Hang on, let's delve a little bit deeper into this." Wow, I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I think again, if you're not giving the children the, the, time, and yeah, the time, to mm. have these discussions, how would I have known that 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 was a passion of hers? Mm. So then I posed some questions. I said, "Well." you want to create a YouTube video, why are you feeling a little bit nervous? Why are you feeling a little bit worried? And she said that she was worried about making a mistake. Mm -hmm. I said, I explained to her, Miss Carter and I, we're in the process of wanting to create a podcast and there's so many things that have crept into our minds about are people going to judge us? Are we going to have some criticism? Do we know what we're doing? That's it. And the answer to those is we don't actually know. We can only live in what we're doing now and try our best. And you trying and having a go at something is better than just hoping and wishing. And then you're in the same position, at least as if you've tried, you've moved along that process, which got us thinking about other experiences in our lives as well. So, past experiences, or is there anything now that we're holding on to that we want to do, but we're holding back mm. a little bit? And from my life experiences, it made me think about a few years back when I wanted to take a year's leave off school. I was just in a bit of a point in my life where I felt a bit stuck and my whole body was reacting to that Mm, feeling. That physical reaction. mm. Your mind is playing these scenarios, but your body is physically showing symptoms of that. That's right. Yeah. What the mind's manifesting comes out in the body. So I knew that I had to do something and I always have done that in the past. I've swapped jobs. I've travelled. I've done different things. So this was probably the longest period I'd stayed in Melbourne for and started feeling that itch. So obviously some of the thoughts that came into my mind was, what am I going to do in this year? I can't just get another job teaching because then I'll be in the same situation. So it made me think about travelling again and doing solo travel for a whole year. And again, more thoughts came in, mm-hmm. how do I earn money? Um, am I too old for this? I was 32. I'm not taking a gap year straight after high school. And I worked through that and ended up, firstly, going in and asking for the time off, which was another barrier. And once I got approved, it really got that ball rolling. Yeah, it like opens that gate of opportunities. That's right. And just that first step, you're like, okay, now the next and the next. And it doesn't seem as overwhelming. Like snowball effect. Exactly. So moral of the story is I ended up pushing through it and still had my challenges. I went to South America. I ended up teaching in Peru for most of the year and had wonderful experiences, it became more lively during that year, and I felt more grateful for when I came back home to Australia. In my case, Kim, I guess I currently play netball, so I train on Thursdays, I play on Saturday, So I follow the football netball league, and that's my little social life activity that I do. And I wanted to try something else, and I wanted to start pole fitness. So again, I was in the fear zone. I was lacking self-confidence. I was finding excuses of why I didn't want to put myself into that uncomfortable situation. So what kind of things was your mind telling you? My mind was telling me, am I going to be good enough? Mm -hmm. Even though I'm signing up for a level one class. So a beginner class. A beginner (laughs) class. There's not going to be experts in there judging me. And I'm sure they're not going to judge me anyway, but I'm with other rookies. Yeah, and (laughs) am I good enough to be a beginner? Yes. I That's the whole point. (laughs) Exactly. And then my mind also started saying, oh, you're going to have enough money to commit to this because, you know, once you pass level one, you go to level two, then level three. And again, we go out sometimes and I can spend the amount of money that I do for a whole term of dance classes in one night. And it's funny that the mind will justify that, but it won't justify what's going to make you grow (laughs) and feel better. Moving past those excuses and being in that fear zone, I have now finished level one. I went through, I overcome my fears. I guess in reflecting on both of our experiences, Kim, we started in the comfort zone, we moved through the fear zone, and now we're in that learning zone and growth zone where we've acquired new skills and we're now able to set new goals for the future. That's right. And having these discussions, Alan, made us think about the times that we haven't done it as well. We're not perfect. There's definitely times where I can see that I haven't pushed past that fear barrier. Or I've crept back into the comfort zone. It's so easy to do that. But I guess, like you're saying, these conversations and just being aware of our thoughts and our actions, it really helps this process. So we started looking up some different resources and strategies around this so that when we recognise that fear kicking in, what can we do to push past that? And Helen, you came across a really good TED Talk. Yeah, the TED Talk I found was all about fear setting and that was run by Tim Ferriss and Basically, it encapsulates three different steps that you can follow to really unpack and analyse your fears around different experiences. So the first step is when you identify the experience and then you note down the fears that come into your mind. Mm -hmm. So you're defining what the fears are. Then, based on your fears, you write down ways that you can prevent possibly prevent these fears from coming along then in the last one if the worst situation happened and one of those fears were to eventuate how could you repair it and that's really interesting because once you put it down on paper you can actually see the steps and actually start to realize well it's not that hard that's it and lots of it is just created in your mind you get that that's it so then moving on to step two we this was our favorite part Oh, 100%. It talks about the benefits of an attempt or partial success. And just those words, just attempting something, like we were trying to get the message across to the kids, just you trying or having a slither of success towards your end goal, what are the benefits? Exactly. You're already a step ahead, like we were saying. And in terms of the basketball in my class with the boys that wanted to try out, they were worried about what people would think. And I said, well, at least you've taken the step. You're already ahead of them. Those people judging you wouldn't have even been in there so it's an attempt of success you may not be always thinking about the end goal or reach the end goal but you still progressed out of the comfort zone exactly right and then after step two you move on to step three which is basically reflecting on the cost of inaction so if you do not do anything about your end goal what's the cost of not following through? The cost over time. So we basically put this down in terms of us putting off the podcast. How would we be feeling and what would be the cost within six months? And we spoke about things like, well, we're not getting our message across for one. And there we are still talking about it. The goners yeah. <laughs> Alan and Kim, I gotta do this, they gotta do the podcast. When are they gonna start? That's it. And then we move through to one year and three years and in that longer process, other things start coming up. And again, that dreaded word that starts with ah regret. I hate that feeling and that's not something we both want. No, we're so passionate about our message and what we're doing. We just want to help other people grow along with ourselves. Yes, and we see how beneficial it's been in the classroom, but there is only one class that we both teach and we feel like it's not enough to try and get these mental health messages, wellbeing messages across. Yeah, exactly right, Kim. Now, I guess we're heading to the end of our first episode. And let's hope this time, Alan, that the microphone is actually on and not on mute. Only time will tell. (laughs) So in closing, we're going to add the fear-setting resources that we use to map out our fears around our podcast and we're going to pop on some journal prompts to our Instagram that you can use to help reflect on moving out of your comfort zone. That's right. And we've found journaling really helps us to unpack those thoughts again or it might even just be a conversation. So you can adapt these and just have those discussions. And if you're a teacher, you might want to pose that question that we did with our kids in the classroom and then let us know how you go. So in terms of our next episode, it's called It Better Be Cadbury. Kim, we've had this brewing in our mind for so long, we can't wait to share this experience with everyone. And do you want to give us a little rundown about what the little message is behind It Better Be Cadbury? Okay, so there is chocolate involved, (laughs) but the actual message and the experience happening in the classroom and it really highlighted the importance and the need for gratitude, appreciation, and living in the present moment. We're really looking forward to touching base with everyone again. If you've got any feedback about our first episode, we would love to hear it. We'll chat to you guys next time. See ya. Bye, guys.